Thanks for joining me today on Conversations with Ray Martinez. Our Bible study today is legalism. What is this? Legalists believe in and they demand a strict and literal adherence to the rules and regulations. That's what legalism is. So what does the Bible say about legalism? How can Christians avoid falling into the trap of legalism? Are we being legalistic? The word legalism doesn't occur in the Bible. It's a term Christians use to describe the doctrinal position emphasizing a system of rules and regulations for achieving both salvation and spiritual growth. Doctrinally, it is a position essentially opposed to grace. Remember, we are saved by grace, not by doctrine and rules. We can do nothing to save ourselves. Only Christ has accomplished that great price. Those who hold a legalistic position often fail to see the real purpose for law, especially the purpose of the Old Testament law of Moses, which is to be our schoolmaster, our tutor, to bring us to Christ, as it says in Galatians 3.24. So that's going to be our reading today. Let's look at Galatians 3.24 and verse 25. And my suggestion is that you read on through verse 28 because it's very complete. And what it says but today we'll take the first two verses and here's what it says let me put it another way the law was our guardian until Christ came it protected us until we could be made right with God through faith and now that the way of faith has come we no longer need the law as our guardian to really take the highlights from those verses from 24 through 28, here's what it's saying. The law was our guardian until Christ came. We no longer need the law as our guardian. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ. And you are all one in Christ Jesus. That's the summation and the highlight of those verses, which I think is significant. Even true believers can be legalistic. Rather, we are instructed to be gracious to one another. Let's read what Paul said in the book of Romans. We read in Romans 14, verses 1 through 3. Accept other believers who are weak in faith, and don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong. For instance, one person believes it's right to eat anything, but another believer with a sensitive conscience will eat only vegetables. Those who feel free to eat anything must not look down on those who don't. And those who don't eat certain foods must not condemn those who do, for God has accepted them. Sadly, there are those who feel so strangely about non-essential doctrines that they will run off others from their own fellowship, not even allowing the expansion of another viewpoint. That too is legalism. Many legalistic believers today make the error of demanding unqualified adherence to their own biblical interpretations and even to their own traditions. For example, there are those who feel that to be spiritual, one must simply avoid tobacco, alcoholic beverages, dancing, movies, etc. The truth is that avoiding these things is no guarantee of spirituality. I certainly don't recommend this kind of recreation, but I don't condemn people for it either. 
I truly believe that the Spirit will guide you away from some of these things that run interference with your life. We don't want things to have us. It's important that we have things, but we don't want them to control us. The Apostle Paul warns us of legalism in Colossians 2, verses 20 through 23. And he says that since you died with Christ to the basic principles of the world, why, as though you still belong to it, do you submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. <laughs> I love the way Paul is so matter-of-fact and he sets good examples. These rules provide no help in conquering persons' evil desires. Only God's grace can help us overcome not man's legalistic rules of conduct. They are destined to fail us because they are based on human commands and teachings. The regulations have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. For example, in some churches they believe that if you hit yourself with a rope and a knot at the end. Of course, this was many years ago. They felt like this was the way to pay penance. This was a way to pay for your sins or punish yourself. That's legalistic. We don't need that. Christ said, I've died for you. He's the one that judges us, not ourselves. Legalists may appear to be righteous and spiritual, but legalism ultimately fails to accomplish God's purposes because it is an outward performance instead of an inward change. There's a big difference. What is changing inside of us is more important. To avoid falling into the trap of legalism, we can start by holding fast to the words of the Apostle John. When we look at John 1.17, he says, For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Christ Jesus. Romans 14.4 says, Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To his own master he stands or falls, and he will stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. In Romans 14.10, You then, why do you judge your brothers? Or why do you look down on your brothers? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. A word of caution is necessary here. While we need to be gracious to one another and tolerant of disagreement or disputable matters, we cannot accept heresy. In fact, the Bible teaches us that we are expected to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. Look at Jude 1 verse 3. Dear friends, I have been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation we all share, but now I find that I must write about something else urging you to defend the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his holy people. If we remember these guidelines and apply them in love and mercy, we will be safe from both legalism and heresy. 1 John 4.1 says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. I have personally been to churches where the pastor gets wind of people going to movie theaters and then suddenly next week's sermon is about Hollywood movies and how sinful they are. 
And yet we have some doctrinal churches that don't believe in wearing other clothes than dark clothing only. And some still believe in using horse and buggies only, not vehicles. I don't condemn these practices as long as it doesn't interfere with the relationship with Christ. We have to be careful that our outward performance doesn't outweigh our inward change. Remember this, what Paul said in the wonderful words that he said in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. And I'm going to read that out of the Living Standard Bible. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. That to me says it all. Legalism, the control of how people behave and judging people because you don't like the way they behave, it's not in our purview. That's in God's hands. You have a blessed day.